Good morning. Welcome to all those joining us for Likut Halachas, Yoradea, Felix Sheni, Hilchas Shiluach Akan, Halacha Hei, Paragraph Yud. We dedicate the learning today, Leilu Nishmas, Rafael Breb Shmuel, whose yard site is today on the 26th of Tishrei. Also, Leilu Nishmas, Gitoleya Bas Rabaran Yosef, whose yard site is tomorrow on the 27th. And Lilo Nishmas Boruch Bereb Hershlalevi, whose yard site is the following day on Friday on the 28th. The reason why we're doing these yard sites in advance is because I'm trying to get on a flight to go to the United States. One of the reasons is my father is in the hospital and I'd want to get to see him, Baruch Although Baruch Hashem, he's relatively stable, but at his age, pneumonia and corona requires Tfilois, Eliezer ben Malkas Sora, the Rafu Shalema. We dedicate the learning for him and for all the others that need a Rafu Shalema, including Chaviva Chana Basgalia, Rochel Basgalia, Noya Nechoma Basgalia, Hadassah Toiva Bas Noya Nechoma, Ides Bas Miriam Brindel, Michal Sora Bas Hadassah, Sora Yehudis Bas Sora, Yehudis Ruchoma Bas Chavorus, Yaakov Yeshua ben Freindel Rechel, Shimon Eliezer ben Rochel, David ben Behia, Shendel Basleya, Sora Rochel Basius Bendel, Avivalon Basius Bendel, Tuvia Tzvi ben Chaya Liza, Gita Ganendel Basipoira, Libalea Basipoira, Shlomanisa ben Mazel, Avram David ben Chana, David Leib ben Shena, Avigail Brocha Basheer Advoira, Borach Mordechai ben Tali, Ruven Mordechai ben Chana, Tzvi Sholem ben Rita Beverly, Bas Yekela Bas Amalia Malka, Yisrael Meir ben Carmela, Chaim Yitzchak ben Chana Rivka, Roma Bas Genessa, Daniel Yeshua ben Yente Freda Blima, Aviva Chaya Bas Esther Mindel, David Lei ben Shena, Gitalea Bas Frumet, Moshele ben Chana Brindel, Shloimoi ben Rufkish Prinza, Dvoiralea Bas Yente Sora, Yente Sora Bas Chanarus, Yechiel Michel ben Chanarus, Chaim ben Rachel, Besoch Sharcha of Israel. Paragraph Yud, Vizer Bechinas, Vayivka Bamokoim, Vayolen Shom Kivoha Shemesh. The Possek says about Yaakov Avinu when he was traveling to the house of Lovan, that he came upon the site, the site of the Beis HaMikdosh, and he slept there. He spent the night there because the sun had suddenly set. Rav Nosanzal points out, Ki By Avram Avinu, it says that when he came upon the site of the Beis HaMikdosh, it says he saw it in the distance. By Yaakov Avinu, it says, he came upon the place. He was to achieve more, to a higher level. He was to actually come to the site. As is brought in the, in the Tikkun came. However, even though Yaakov Avinu came to the actual site of the Beis HaMikdosh, Yoda she'adayin ha'mokoim rochoik ma'oid, ades kates, he realized that the, the true essence of what that site is all about, the, the Beis HaMikdosh, and especially the final Beis HaMikdosh, was still very, very far away until the, the final end that we're waiting for. Vialkain, and this is why the Pasuk says, he spent the night there, he slept there. And the Sforim tell us, this alludes to the fact that the Jewish nation would have to go through night, would have to go through darkness before we would get to see the Beis HaMikdash in its full glory. The Pasuk says, because the sun had set. And, and Rashi points out, The sun set before its bright time. Hashem made the sun set earlier so that Yaakov Avinu would camp out over there.
This is also alluding to what every single one of us goes through. There are times when out of Hashem's great kindness, Hashem opens the curtain and a great light is, is shown to us. We see a great light. We feel a tremendous high spiritually. And when the person experiences that, they feel a level of confidence that I definitely am going to succeed. I am going to be, become really religious. And, but unfortunately, afterwards, suddenly it becomes dark. The light leaves. As if the sun set suddenly, not at its right time. And then it was revealed to Yaakov in a dream that all of this is, is reflected by a ladder that's on the ground, standing on the ground, and the top of the ladder reaches all the way up to heaven. This actually defines our all of our serving Hashem in this world, what, what's expected of us in this world. Each and every one of us is supposed to be climbing every day, trying to go higher and higher on the ladder. And we need to know that there are these malachi there are these heavenly angels, which are the tzadikim, that go up and down. They must endure and experience many ups and downs. Because as Rabbi Nezal teaches us in chapter 22, before a person can experience an elevation, they must experience a going down. And the going down is in order to go up, like pressing down on a diving board. Therefore, the person shouldn't be surprised. And the person should not be discouraged by all of its struggles and obstacles and difficulties and falls that the person experiences. And therefore, the person should not make a mistake, whether they're on a high or on a low. When the person is experiencing a high, they're running up towards Hashem. The person sees a salvation. They see some light. They see Hash- that they're 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 succeeding. The person shouldn't be make a mistake in thinking that they already acquired the light. I have the light already. But rather the person has to realize that even though they're experiencing this high, even though they feel this closeness to Hashem now, there's still a long way to go. And if a person realizes that, then when the when it becomes dark, when the person experiences a yurito or something like that, they won't fall. They won't fall away completely. They won't be discouraged. When, when, the, when it becomes dark, because the truth is, even though the person right now is in a state of yurita, that light that shined for the person before is not gone. It has not been extinguished completely. It hasn't left the person. Because the light of Hashem's kindness is always shining upon us. However, it's all in the format of 
of something coming from the from a faraway place, it from the distance. However, in the very end, Hashem will complete what he started. And Hashem is going to make things good for Klal Yisrael, for the entire nation. And with each and every single one of us, Hashem is going to get us to the finish line and Hashem is going to make things good for us. However, we have to always be hoping and yearning for that final Yeshua. As it says in Nishmas, all eyes are looking towards you, Hashem. And as we say in Shman Esrei, Hashem, we're hoping and waiting anxiously for your final salvation every single day. The Gemara says that when a person passes away and they come before the heavenly court, before they go into reviewing the person's entire record, they first ask the person six questions. One of those six questions is, Tzipisa Yeshua. were you always hoping every single day for the coming of Moshiach, for Moshiach to come, for that final Yeshua. And the Arizal says that when a person is davening Shemayin Esrei three times a day, other than, not on Shabbos and Yom Tif, when we say these words that we just read, this is in, in the Bracha Es Tzemach, a person is supposed to think that I'm waiting anxiously for the coming of Moshiach. One of the great Breslov leaders said that this doesn't just apply to the coming of Moshiach. This applies to every single individual Yeshua that each and every one of us needs. Whether a person needs a marriage partner, whether a person needs children, whether a person needs parnasa, whether a person needs health, a Jew is supposed to be hoping to be optimistic and yearning and hoping for the Yeshua all the time. See peace of the Yeshua. Any questions, please? Now, Rav Nusenzel takes us back into Hanukkah, which again is one of the topics in this halacha. Paragraph Yeravav. And with this, we'll understand the halal that we recite on Hanukkah. As it says in, in Alanisim, that when the rabbis saw the miracles that took place on Hanukkah, they established these days as days when we praise Hashem, Hashem's great name. Because this is the most important thing. Because the prayer of Hallel is an expression of joy and happiness. We recite Hallel with joy, expressing our acknowledgement and appreciation for all the great miracles. Because Hallel includes in it praising Hashem for all the miracles of the past and all of the miracles that we're looking forward to in the future. As Rashi points out on the Pasuk and Tehillim, chapter 26, to, to speak to Hashem about all of his wonders, Rashi says, that refers to the Hallel prayer, Hallel includes in it praising Hashem for the miracles of the past, the miracles that we're awaiting for when Mashiach comes, and the miracles that we're going to experience in the battle of Goigu Magoig, and the miracles of La'osid Lavoi, the final end. Because Rav Nosanzal says, regarding everything that we've written about in this halacha, 
The main point is that a person should use all this knowledge that we're getting here to bring us to simcha, not, not the opposite, not to get us down. Because there, there's a potential for error. There's a potential for a person making a mistake that when a person realizes how far they are from Hashem's true light, <clears throat> the person can become depressed and, and, and down as a result of that. And these things, depression, melancholiness, do more damage than everything else. Kayodua, as is known. Alkane, therefore, mi shechos a person who really cares about themselves, tzorech lahafoy chadovar, has to turn it around, lafoy chakoyel lesimcha, to turn everything around into simcha, meaning even those things that some people might use as an excuse to get depressed, to get down, we have to be able to use those things to motivate us to simcha. That specifically, as a result of a person realizing how far I am from Hashem, how far the light is from me, that should bring a person to great simcha. In how? Because the person sees that even though on one hand it's true, I'm very, very far from being a tzaddik. I'm very, very far from getting to where I, I need to get to. But, but still, I definitely have light right now. Because even though the final Yeshua is still very far from us, so what? We are lighting Hanukkah candles in our homes. And so too regarding all the mitzvahs, we put on tefillin, which are incredible, incredible high-level spiritual light. And we put it on our head and our arms, literally, is there a greater closeness to Hashem? Is there a higher level spirituality than that? You know how you know how holy that is? You know how big the tefillin are? Person learns the Zohar Kodesh, the 21 names of Hashem that are in the tefillin Shorosh, the tefillin Shoyad, and the incredible deep secrets. And if we we still realize that we are very, very far from feeling and really experiencing completely the great, great light of tefillin, Adarabah, so what? That's not a reason to get down. Just the opposite. Zehu simchaseinu. That's our joy and happiness. Shemerapin oisonu berefuois yekorem venifloim koele. That Hashem is curing us and healing us with these incredible, precious cures, which come from such high, incredible, high, high places. And so too, regarding all other parts of the Torah and the mitzvahs. And it's for this reason, that the rabbis established all the different holidays that we have, and that we say Hallel on these holidays. Hashem has given us a remembrance for all of his great miracles. Hashem is very kind. As Rashi Kodesh points out over there, Shahu Rachmonas Godel Meito Yisbarach this is an incredible act of kindness on the part of Hashem that Hashem has established for us these holidays. As, as a time for remembering the wonders that Hashem did for us. On Pesach, all the miracles of Yitzhiya Mitzrayim. On Shavuos, all the miracles that we witnessed 
at Har Sinai, on Sukkot, the miracle clouds that accompanied us, on Hanukkah, on Purim, each holiday we remember the great miracles. Ayin Shom, take a look over there in Rashi, in Tehillim chapter 111. Because Rav Musensal says, at first hand, we, it, we, it seems we we, can't, we don't understand what's what's so great about this this great kindness that Hashem did for us. He gave us these holidays. And the rabbis established the the halacha that we recite halal on these yamtovim. What was was what happened already happened. These miracles already took place hundreds of years ago or thousands of years ago. But now we are still experiencing the great bitterness of exile. Jews are being murdered every day and tortured and, and suffering. And, and people who need to get married aren't finding their shiduchim. And people who need parnasa don't have parnasa. And, and crisis, health crisis. So you would think logically, forget about the past. Just, just pray to Hashem for the future. Plead with Hashem that He should give us miracles now. And take us out of all of our suffering. He should give us already the final gula. And we find that the, the great rabbis of the past established many prayers pleading with Hashem for the future. So why are we, what's the big deal? What are we making such a big deal in holidays and, and halal about the, the miracles of the past? Rav Nosazal says, however, the truth is even though crying out to Hashem and screaming and praying for Hashem's assistance is very, very precious, and it's only this, it's only tefillah that assures our continued existence in this bitter exile, because the Gemara says, our power is only in our mouth and not in our hands. It's not our weapons. It's the mouth, our koyach of tefillah. Despite that, if a person will only scream and beg Hashem for help, it's very difficult for a person to keep that up. Because a person can actually fall in their Yiddishkeit and fall in their connection to Hashem if they're just screaming and begging for help, that kind of thing. When the person sees that the incredible amount of suffering and bitterness that the Jewish nation is experiencing and that each and every individual person is going through, that, that can get a person down with, with all their praying. Al came therefore who chesed nifla mashetikein lonu berachamov as kol hayomim toivin. And therefore it's an incredible act of kindness on the part of Hashem that Hashem and the Tzadikim established for us these holidays, Shehem Zecher which are times when we remember, we remind ourselves of the wonders, the miracles of the past. And the rabbis established the, the, the halacha that we recite halal. To praise Hashem and to sing Hashem's praises with joy and happiness over the great miracles of the past. And Hallel includes in it all of the miracles. The miracles which were and all the miracles that we expect are going to be happening. Ad hasoif until the end of time. Kedei shenis galidei zeh lafoich akoy le simcha.
because through this, this gives us the ability to turn everything into simcha, meaning even the suffering we're going through now, even the bitterness, shehu ikar hahischaskos, and this simcha is our greatest energy, our greatest motivation, our greatest source of encouragement. Bebechinas, as the Pesach says, ki chedvas Hashem hi mo'uzchem. Joy with Hashem, that's your strength, that's your power. Kemuva bedvarenu kamakomen. As Rav Nosazal discusses this in many places, especially in Likut HaLochas, in Halochas Shabbos, Halochas Zayin, paragraph 49. Hainu kanal. As we said earlier, the most important thing is that even when a person is going through difficulties and suffering, we're not talking about the denial. We don't deny it. We're not denying the suffering. We're begging for help. We're screaming for help. But if we only do that, it can take us down. Therefore, we must sandwich. We must include both. Remember, the Gemara says a tefillah contains a minimum of two things, praising Hashem, thanking Hashem, and asking for what you need. And in order for a person to be able to ask for what they need and not get depressed, not get down, if they don't get instant reaction, instant response for Hashem, or if they see that they're still struggling and everything, a person must spend quality time thinking about, remembering, and thanking Hashem for all the good things in our lives, all the positive things. Just like we mentioned many times that before we go into Shemayin Esrei, Shemayin Esrei is the climax of, of our tefillah in Shachris, in Min Hamarav also. Before we go into Shemayin Esrei, we have that special paragraph Ezra Savoyseinu Atahu Meoilam. Hashem, you were always there for us. You always helped our forefathers. You took us out of Egypt. You did a whole list of things that we're thanking Hashem, that we're remembering all the good things Hashem did in the past, our nation, as a springboard to be able to go into Shmanesrei, to be able to start asking Hashem for tshuva, for parnosa, for forgiveness, for all the things we ask for. Because Rabbi Nosson says, because we see Sha'afal Pikain that despite that, the family of the Hashmanoim, these Tzadikim, overpowered and defeated the evil kingdom of the Greeks who wanted to eliminate and obliterate the Torah. And the Hashmanoim brought permanence to the Torah in the world. To the point where even now, today, we are privileged to thank, thank Hashem. We still have the Torah. And within this severe exile that we're still going through, we're to fulfill the Torah and mitzvahs. All of this is, is hinted to in the mitzvah of Hanukkah candles. Where they, they're shining the light of the Torah upon us the, from far, far away. I, I received an email from a, a close friend in America yesterday of an organization that, with a picture of the trunk of a car with 7,000 pairs of tzitzis. 7,000 pairs of tzitzis. I believe the name of the organization is, I, I, I'm sorry, not an organization, excuse me, I'm sorry, a jewelry store. The owner of a jewelry store called Aderet, I believe, that heard that soldiers... The, the Israeli soldiers, many of them not religious, many of them who never wore tzitzis in their lives, who are going now to the front in Gaza to fight, asked for tzitzis. They asked for tzitzis. Nobody knows, nobody knows how Klal Yisrael is going to get to that. 
tshuva. The Zohar Kodesh says, and the Gemara says, that the most important requirement in order for Mashiach to come is tshuva. And nobody knows how Hashem is orchestrating that, how Hashem is making it. Unfortunately, sometimes it looks terrible, terrible. Just like when a person goes into the hospital and they tell the person the person's going to have to have an operation. It's terrible. They're going to cut open the person's chest. All the, it's going to be painful. Anesthesia, with the anesthesia. And the recovery period is more painful than the illness sometimes. There'll come a time when we'll understand why it had to be this way. Person asks, I don't understand. If Hashem is so great, why can't he cure us without pain? Why can't it be painless? The, the, this is one of many questions, which if we were Hashem, we would have all the answers. Since we're not Hashem, we don't have the answers, but trust Hashem. Hashem knows what he's doing, and Hashem is doing things the best way possible. If people trust a doctor, that when the doctors, a doctor or three doctors tell a person, we must operate, we must do this and this, and the person says, oh, okay, I guess you, you, you know, you have experience, then we can surely, surely trust Hashem. As Rabbi Nezal tells us in chapter 30 of the Quran, the more sick a person is, the more they require a greater doctor to cure them and heal them. And they require more expensive and, and, and more expensive and more difficult to come by cures, healing. A close friend of mine came by my house yesterday and gave me two little bottles of things that you use with an eyedropper, droplets, a millimeter, one millimeter of a droplet, <clears throat> which could be used as a medication to help my father, hopefully, in his recovery in Yitzhashem. And he told me that this medicine here in Eretz Yisrael, it costs 180 shekel for that little bottle, that tiny little bottle. And in America, it costs $150 for that little. And we know that today there are medicines that are much more expensive, $1,000 a bottle, et cetera, et cetera. Alkein, therefore, Mahmash Hashem Izborach, Rov, Etzofo, Oitzem Chalishusenu, Bagolos Hamarazer. Because of the fact that Hashem saw and, and knew how weak we are going to be in this bitter, bitter exile. That's why Hashem performed great miracles thousands of years ago and hundreds of years ago. To the point where we have this holiday called Hanukkah, where we light Hanukkah candles in our homes, which shows us and teaches us that the tzaddikim are shining upon us, the light of the Torah, which will remain with us permanently, and they're bringing that light from very, very far away, from very high places. Because it would be impossible for us to survive, to exist, without this. Because we are so weak now in Golas. And through this, there's great, we have great hope. That Hashem will definitely get us out of all of our suffering and all of our pain, and he will bring us close to him. Since we see all the time that there are these incredible high-level lights that are so high, so far away from us, and yet we're to, to hold on to them, the tefillin, the Hanukkah candles. And if, on one hand, we're still very, very far from, from true holiness, from, from true closeness to Hashem, 
Adarabah. So what? Just the opposite. In Kol, I'm, I'm not gonna. That's not gonna get me down. Just the opposite. In Kol Leda With all of that, a person has to know not to get discouraged. When a person sees that they're going through the things they're going through, the difficulties, the struggles, the sins, the sadness. Even though the person's putting on tefillin, and we're lighting Hanukkah candles. Because we need to realize that the light is still very far from us. The, the real light, the, the real complete success. A person has to be focused and, and understand things correctly, interpret things properly, and turn everything into simcha. Because even though I'm so far from Hashem and I'm so, but still the light that that light is with me, it's in my house. This is the concept of reciting Hallel and, and our, our being happy about the great miracles. In order to get strength and encouragement by reciting Hallel and by being happy, to, to yearn for Hashem, for the salvation, for the Yeshuas that we need now. And always, and to be 100% confident and strong in our faith. That just like Hashem's kindness in the past, overpowered everything, and Hashem did perform great miracles for us, and we were to these incredible high levels of light that came from these very far, far away places, in order to cure our, our major sicknesses and illnesses, in the past, this is what gives us solid faith and trust now that Hashem is definitely going to save us with His great kindness now. He's going to give us the Yeshuas that we need now. And Hashem is going to continue to perform new miracles, new incredible miracles, ad asher noshuv elov be'emes, until we will be zeched to really return to Hashem, ve'yikmar ma'ashehitzchil, and Hashem will complete the process that He started a long time ago. Ki dvar eloikeinu yokum lo'ilam, because Hashem's words, Hashem's guarantees, and, and the blessings that He gave us, will definitely, definitely come to be. As it says in Tehillim chapter 92, You, Hashem, are always exalted. You're always very high. And Rashi says, Hashem, your hand always comes out on top. There's this game that kids played. They used to play, I don't know if they still do it, of, of, of setting a timer, and each one has to try to put their hand on top of the other one, and when the bell goes off, whoever's hands on top wins. That the Torah guarantees us, that even though it looks to us at times that our enemies are on top, just as we saw in the past, we always came out on top. We always survived, and they didn't. So too, we believe we're confident that now also, even though it looked for a short period of time as if our enemies were running, nothing was stopping them. We hope and pray 
that once again, Klal Yisrael will succeed and, and will, 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 all our enemies will be destroyed completely, Mitzvah Any questions? So we have a question in the chat, please. Hmm. Let's see if I could find it. Okay, just a moment. How does it really help when we remember the miraculous salvations of the past if now such salvations are no longer happening? A person can still make a mistake and think that times have changed and Hashem no longer saves us. The Number one, it's not true. That statement is not true, that these salvations are no longer happening. We say in Shemon the miracles which we are experiencing each and every single day, we don't see it as clearly now. The Torah makes it clear that the miracles are taking place. However, it's hidden. There are coverings. And unless a person has incredible faith and incredible knowledge, they, they don't see. They don't see the miracles. But the fact that our rabbis told us to make a bracha in Shmon Esrei to, uh, about the miracles that are taking place every single day, if there weren't miracles taking place every day, that would be a bracha levatola. That would be a terrible crime saying those words, a major sin. So the miracles are happening every day. We don't see it. We're blind. We make a bracha every day. Please open our, open the eyes of the blind. The Torah guarantees us that there's going to be this blindness now in the future. Haster, aster esponai. Hashem says, I'm going to cover, cover my face. But that, that doesn't mean his face doesn't exist. That doesn't mean the light isn't beaming. There's coverings over it. And, and and if a person is negative, in a negative frame of mind, then, then it'll pull them down. It'll lead to depression and, and it'll lead to giving up hope and all kinds of disasters. And if a person can bring themselves to a positive frame of mind, when a person sees an event that took place a thousand years ago, a joyous event, if the person is normal and natural and healthy, it puts them in a good mood. It puts them in good spirits. When a person sees tragedies, there are people who like to watch things, Holocaust things, and, and read a lot about it. And sometimes it's dangerous reading those things. If a person doesn't have the proper emuna and the proper ashkafa, it pulls the person down. So by remembering, by bringing into our consciousness and focusing on the good things that happened to us in the past, reminding us that even though we were slaves in Egypt for 210 years, there was showtime when Hashem decided to take us out. Wow, the whole world saw what Hashem is capable of doing. Those 10 makos, the 10 plays that the Egyptians got, and then Kriyas Yamsuf and all the great things. So Hashem can do it again, definitely, and He is doing it, just it's, it's not visible. And again, just like when a woman is pregnant, nine months, for nine months, the, the first few months, we see nothing. Does it mean nothing's going on? Not at all. Today we have machines that can show us. A person can take a, a certain an MRI. They can take a, a other. With wow, I had I had no idea. You're right. You had no idea. But now we have the ability to look inside, pierce the coverings, and see. Wow, there's something developing there that's bigger than all the computers in the world, all te te technology bigger than the whole world put together. A human child being developed. Incredible, incredible. Somebody just in the chat. A news item yesterday, non-kosher restaurants in Tel Aviv are kashering their kitchens so they can send food to the soldiers. These are tiny little hints that we're seeing that Hashem and the tzaddikim are doing what needs to be done in order to, to bring Klal Yisrael to a, a complete, healthy tshuva. Any questions, please?
paragraph you'd base. Now, Rav shows us what the Gemara says at the end of Mesech the Sukkah, that during the time of the second Beis Hamikdash, remember we spoke about this earlier, that the, the second Beis Hamikdash was on a much lower level than the first one. We didn't have the Oroin and the Luchais and, and other some of the miracles that we had during the first Beis Hamikdash, we did not have during the second one. And yet they did celebrate. They had Simchas Beis every night of Sukkot. And the Gemara tells us that one of the songs that they would sing, one of the things that they would say is, Our forefathers that were in this place, they turned their backs on Hashem. This is referring to not during the time of the first base Hamikdash. This is referring to when the first base Hamikdash was destroyed because the Jews were doing terrible sins. Ve'anu, but we, ve'anu eneinu, but we, our eyes are turned to Hashem. And the Gemara says they would repeat this. Our eyes are to Hashem, and to Hashem are our eyes. And the Gemara over there in Sukkah, page 53, explains that what they were saying was as follows. We are bound down to Hashem. And our eyes are yearning, are yearning to Hashem for Hashem's future salvations. This is exactly what we just said. First, they were bowing down to Hashem and praising Hashem for the great miracles and the kindness and the Yeshua's that Hashem did for them to allow us to, to build, to rebuild the Beis HaMikdash anew, to have this second Beis HaMikdash. This is where they said, to Hashem we are bowing. Because bowing down is a form of acknowledging and, and thanking for the past. However, despite that, they knew very well that even though they were building, they had a second base Amikdosh, this was not the final Yeshua. And therefore they repeated and they said, And our eyes are looking towards Hashem. And the Gemara expounds on that saying, this means our eyes are yearning to Hashem. Because most definitely, even though Hashem has helped us and given us such a Yeshua, where despite the fact that we were slave, we were in slavery and everything, Hashem has not forsaken us. And Hashem showed us kindness before the king of kings of Ashur, who wanted to destroy us, as we find in the books of Ezra and Nehemiah, chapter 9, over there, it talks about this. Still, our eyes are turned to Hashem, we're yearning to Hashem. That Hashem should give us a complete and final redemption, after which there will never again be an exile. And this applies to every individual person at all times. Because even now, when we are in this bitter, severe exile, we see miracles and wonders every single day. There are weddings. There's a wedding tonight. There's a wedding tomorrow. 
taking place every single night now. The, the halls are canceling. The halls are saying they're not allowed to have a wedding. They can't have more than But so what? The weddings are not being canceled. They may make the wedding in a shul. And only the right amount of people can be there for the chuppah, for the, for the suda, and then afterwards. But but these miracles are taken every time there's a wedding. Two people. How in the world do two people who come from different families, different countries, how in the world do they find each other and get together and bring children into the world? As we recite three times a day, the miracles that happen every single day and the wonders and the goodness that's taking place all the time, in the evening, in the morning, in the afternoon. And we need to praise Hashem and thank Hashem a lot for all of this. As we say afterwards, all living people will give praise to Hashem. And the word Chaim is Marames to the four categories of people who have to do Birkas HaGoymel, four people who got out of major difficulty. The Ches is Choyle, a person who went through a, a, a life-threatening illness. The Yud is Yam, a person who crossed the sea and came out of it alive. The second Yud is Yisurim, a person who was imprisoned, Chas v'shom, and got out of prison. And the Mem is Midbar, a person who crossed a major desert. Avol Tzrichem Leida, However, we need to know that all of these Yeshuas that we've experienced and are experiencing are coming from a far, far away place. And we have to be hoping every single day to keep going, to keep going till we'll get to that final Yeshua. We were bowing down to Hashem and we're thanking Hashem and acknowledging all the positive, but we're not forgetting that we're not there yet. We're not, we're not at the finish line yet. And we're pleading and begging Hashem to help us get to the finish line. We'll, we'll hold it over here now. I don't want to rush through every piece here. It's extremely important, Mr. Hashem. Any questions before we close? So once again, there's a chance that I may be traveling today, tomorrow, or Maitzoy Shabbos. I mentioned one of the reasons is because my father went into the hospital. If we could please keep him in mind, Eliezer ben Malka Sora, for a full Shalema, Besay Shachal Yisrael. But Hashem, as long as we're here, we'll continue this year. And if I'm traveling, we might miss a day. Or if I'm in America, we'll go to that schedule, the Monday-Thursday schedule. And all these sick should be healed. And everyone in America should come here. Amen.